Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host. Andy Ruther, coming to you live tonight from the Samut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host, Joey Nochofreno. Hola, Andy. Hola, Twerks with Wolves. Hola. (laughs) Do you speak any Spanish, Aaron? Poquito. He said that That so, he said that like so strong, like he was so confident. Poquito. That's... That means a little bit, Andy. I know what it means. Sure. So I'm just kidding. I, I'm the only one here like knows. I know almost no Spanish. You know what I was thinking about doing? Here's a here's. But a, when I go to Mexico and I have my mustache, it's like forget it. They they, they just assume I'm one of them. Like oh, son. Here's a uh, dirty sports exclusive. I was thinking about learning Spanish, like Rosetta Stone shit. <laughs> I love my favorite thing is that fucking uh, midlife crisis, Andy Ruther. You're like, I'll do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be great for me to learn Spanish, dude? Yeah. Maybe there's some sort of uh, floating pool that instead of like no sound, it's just Spanish sound. Ooh. It's like, hola, agua. Agua resting. <laughs> You're like, well, all right. I oh. mean, you run so much. It just seems like you should uh, just. Put on the headphones with some Spanish on tape or some shit. It's a good idea. I never thought of that. Um, the other thing to do, watch uh, watch foreign films. Yeah. Watch, watch Spanish movies with English subtitles. It's a good point. That helps. There's a great show on Netflix. I'm trying to listen to you, but Maggie is just licking her pussy. Mags, jeez. I Take mean, it easy, girl. Just there's, going to town. I got to imagine there's a guy on the internet who, if they like feet, they like dogs. <laughs> Taking themselves to Pound Town on the couch. Uh, there's a great show about uh, the uh, the Mexican president getting like murdered by his wife. I forget what the fuck it's called, but it's really good. And I started watching it, and it's all in Spanish with English subtitles. And uh, well, Narcos is mostly in Spanish. Fuck Narcos. Narcos is trash. Wow. I, I, I am so hard on the Narcos is trash game. Well, you didn't watch I, enough. I watched. I watched fucking like four episodes of the first season, and then I watched like th- two episodes of of Mexico. You didn't watch Narcos. Enough. Narcos is like fucking, you know, kindergarten drug. It's like I. I feel like it could be on NBC. They that's, just fucking change the language. That's just not true at all. Yeah, I was gonna say there's a, there's a lot there's lots of nudity yeah. and violence. It could yeah. not be on NBC. You didn't watch enough. Anyway, how, how much do you want me to watch? It's fine. You don't like it. It's fine. To each his own. I do want to get something out of the way before we get into sports. Aaron is back tonight, so it's good to have Aaron back uh, on the mic. I, I need to address something with him, Prano. He dropped a bomb on me before you got here. Okay. I was saying that I had twenty dollars in Papa John's rewards, and I got an email saying it expires. So, so I said, make sure I order us a couple pizzas like in the next week or two. And Aaron says, that's cool with me, but just know I'm only going to eat the toppings. And I was like, what? He doesn't eat the bread at all. Wait, just generally or are you like keto? 
I mean, yeah, it's it's roughly keto. I mean, but, it's, I mean, it, for but, the past, like, but you have a dietary thing. Like yeah, when you were a child, you ate pizza. Right. Yeah. Well, no, when I was a child, you, you enjoy pizza. Yeah. No, I love pizza. And when you, I was a child, I was I was I was pretty. You're gordita. Oh, I was gordita. Okay, I asked you that. <laughs> gordito. I asked you that. Yeah. So this is a dietary restriction. You're not like I don't eat pizza. No, I love pizza. It's you're just, just it's been like for the past. You're just not eating carbs months at the or so. I've just been carb free, cutting down on the carbs. Are you? Uh, do you have celiac disease? No, but no. since I've started this, I feel like better. I feel better, and I, I don't really get bloated and stuff. Yeah, anymore. but I don't know right. how I feel about you anymore. I'll be honest. But it's, <laughs> no, it's nice. I though. mean, you are Mister. Like <laughs> you're kidding. fucking Mister. Sound bath, learning Spanish. I'm fucking kidding. Cut, I'm like, kidding. I'm kidding. But running it's just... the sand dunes, doing triathlons. Like you're literally doing everything but going keto. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's but it's still fine because to me, I look at it now. It's like so. I'll I'll get like I'll get a I'll get a burger right, and then I'll I'll just eat the stuff in the middle or whatever, and then or I'll get pasta. And I mean, I'll eat just the toppings of the sauce and stuff. And it's like I feel like the bread, the pasta, it's just filler food. It's not really what I'm there for. I'm not there for the bread. I'm yeah. there for the stuff. And I'm on there for the good shit in the middle. Yeah, but the bread is the good shit. So, so if I order us a pizza, you're scraping off the pizza sauce and the cheese and the pepperoni. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm getting like it's like well, I'm going just like don't just he's not I'm going spatula like, style. No, he's not doing that because God, that's ridiculous. Stop it. He's just, so I can't order, order you any. Fucking... I can't order you anything from Papa John's then. I can't use that twenty dollars rewards. Like you can't be a part of that. Let me just be here and just enjoy you guys. <laughs> enjoy, I'll I'll enjoy you guys eating it. Or if if you guys let me, Dude, yeah, let I go. Let the man have a fucking diet. I go. I no, go no, no, spatula no, no, no. style. With I'm asking. I'm just asking Scraping. questions. He can do what he wants to do. I'm not killing him. Okay. So hypothetical. Yeah. He's keto, bro. Like, what do you? What he doesn't eat carbs. Relax. I don't know Wait. if I could do that. I mean, I could like that'd be so tough. I love carbs. Well, luckily you run like fucking thousands of miles. So yeah, if I if I were to run, then yeah, of course. But I just but I but I need to do that if I really want to get like a legit abs. You need to do that. Shit. Yeah, you have to. Because I'm old now. By the way, I got the Wendy's, the biggie, the biggie bag last night. I got the biggie bag last night. Yeah, it's overrated, man. What is the biggie bag? You get a drink, fries, four chicken nuggets, and uh, like a double, whatever their double stack. Okay. And? It's, there wasn't enough food. You ever do the the jack-in-the-box late-night munchie meal? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. that's what I was going to say. One. The jack-in-the-box munchie meal destroys the biggie bag. And it's a little disappointing. It's literally spelled like Notorious B-I-G biggie bag. You, they got to do some sort of like combo crossover deal with his family. Isn't there like a four for four dollar fucking thing? But I mean, was it, you're talking about Wendy's? Yeah. I mean, who's going to Wendy's and not like? What are you? Who's looking for a fucking like package deal? Just get get your shit, bro. Get some chili. Get a fucking baconator. Get the ranch chicken sandwich. Well, get a frosty. I had seen. I mean, a don't reinvent the wheel. I had seen a commercial going to McDonald's and going, hey, can I try the snack wrap? Motherfucker, get a Big Mac. I know, but hold on. I'd seen a commercial because I've noticed during the NBA games, all they do is advertise is fast food. Like, in a way, I'll just be honest, like, you're just trying to make the black community obese. Like, because obviously that's their target market during NBA games, right? Would you say? Yeah, okay. The black community. I so, mean, I don't, but sure. No, but I noticed this. I'm being serious. I noticed this yesterday when I was watching. Bucks Raptors. There was literally in one commercial break, 
they ran a Burger King ad, a McDonald's ad, and a Wendy's ad. And I was like, yo, that's kind of fucked up. Like, they're really just pushing shit food. But it also worked because <laughs> later that you night. You really went to Wendy's. No, later that night. You know, last night I was leaving Hollywood really late. It was like 1 a.m. And I was like, yo, I want to get some Wendy's. And that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Okay. But he wouldn't I can't have been. We sidetracked this whole thing because he doesn't eat pizza. Hey. And now, and now you're talking about fucking, you know, NBA's marketing toward the black community and your late night eating. And I'm a little stoned, so I'm thinking about oh, it. Oh, here we go. So that's what's going on. Okay. Here. Anyway, we do have a lot of sports. Yeah, we do. Lots of sports. Where do you want to start, Joe? You see the rundown up there. Is there something where you want to start? NBA, Major League Baseball, NFL news. Where do you want to start? I mean, I feel like we're in the NBA playoffs. That's the that's where you got to start. And then MLB is current. And then the NFL is in the offseason. So that seems to me to be a correct order. Okay. The Blazers were swept by the Warriors on Monday. Rip, rip the Blazers. Rip City for real. Yeah. They rip, rip, rip City. Had three second half leads. I believe 15 points. Well, at least they had a 15 point lead in all three of those games for yep, sure. Yep. Double digit leads for sure in the last three games. I mean, blew them all. Give, give props to the Warriors. They've always been a. Uh, They've always been a fantastic third quarter team. Um, they come out, they close those gaps. It's just something that like is now their mo, where they know they're going to do it. The other team knows they're going to do it. It's almost like a mental game at this yeah. point, where uh, the other team gets fear of them coming back, and so it inevitably happens as well. But uh, the Blazers also took a lead into the fourth quarter in Game Four. And then blew that. Um, my big criticism uh, of the Blazers is that they would be one team in the first half, and then forget the third quarter Warriors, uh, you know, move that they always make. But they, I love the, or uh, Maggie's not a uh, uh, Warriors fan, but they uh, also would. Um, Change the way they played. Yeah, the Blazers would change their style of play. Damian Lillard went full hero ball um, in multiple games at the end, and it cost them the game. And I just don't know why, if you're winning against a team like the Warriors, where you almost need everything to go right, you're going to change what's working. And I, I tweeted, I said, when Killer Instinct, you know, goes wrong, because it's this thing now where the the Elite players in the NBA feel like they have to take that shot. Like Lillard had to take the shot. He did it in that four overtime game against Denver. He did it in the game four against the Warriors. He had to take the shot at the end of regulation. He had to take the shot to end the game. And it's like, dude, you don't have to. If you watch the running one-handed hook shot that he took, uh, that was you know for the game winner for they they kept showing it and I kept saying this to people they kept showing the shot from the the basket cam you yeah. know the one that's behind the hoop sure and you could see in that shot the other four blazers on the perimeter so now you're just driving into the heart of the defense and you're taking a hook shot and you're not passing you're not trusting your teammates and I uh, I really think Damian Lillard as great as he played 
has to start trusting his teammates more going forward for two reasons. One, you're gonna, you can't do it yourself the whole season and the whole playoffs. It's just not possible unless you're LeBron James. And two, dude, you have a bunch of good players on your team. You CJ McCollum is capable and willing to be just as good as you at times. Like, let him do something. Yeah. So well, you saw on the other end, Steph trusted Draymond Green. Yeah, double teamed, gives it to Draymond with no time on the shot clock. And a guy who's a not three. a good three point shooter, but he's open. Yeah, wide open, and he In drained the NBA, it. If you're open, you're gonna like if you're wide open, you're gonna make a lot of your shots. Sure. Like you just have to trust those guys. And they didn't do that, and they blew multiple games that way. And you know, in a four game series, the you know, blowing one game that way is the difference between still being alive and blowing two games that way is the difference between being even. I put a lot of it on the coach too. And I know I know Stotts is a good coach and he only gets high praise from everybody, but to have three straight games and and I know the Warriors like you said this is what they do. And obviously they have the experience. There's a reason they're making it to their fifth straight conference finals. I get all that. But to have three straight games where you blow these leads, three straight games where you can win and it's there, you, you can't win one? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, that's on the and coach. And he's got to have better plays. He's got to have better set plays. You know, it, and it, it's the same thing. It's like his it, – it almost seems like his set play is like let Dame do his thing. Or at times in the, you know, Denver series when CJ was going, it's like let CJ do his thing. It's like have a set play. Yeah. Have a fucking set play. You have to out. Look, the Warriors are going to out talent you every time, regardless of who you are. So you have to out coach them, and you have to outplay them. You have to out strategize them. You know, it, it it's going to take a lot to beat them. You just can't go out there and be like, let our guys outplay their guys. It's like that's not the way it's ever going to work. Well, Steph had a great series. Yeah, and uh, some people were saying we're not giving him enough love on our show. Steph, well, I mean, God, we're going to do the speech again. Steph Curry is a first ballot Hall of Famer, the greatest shooter of all time. He was a two-time MVP, uh, at least one of those, like, full-on deservingly so. Uh, The second one, you know, whatever. Um, He was the best player on a championship team before Kevin Durant got there. He can carry this team by himself when when needed. He's... The, you know, I, I don't call Steph a point guard, but if you if you did by position alone, like he'd be the best point guard in the NBA. Uh, what what more do we have to give him? But like people want us to say what he's better than Durant. Who thinks that? Who thinks he's better than Durant? Dumb people as as a complete player. That's ludicrous. Durant plays defense. Steph's a defensive liability at this point. Yeah, he, he gets a bunch of steals, but getting a bunch of steals often is because he's a defensive liability. It's like a cornerback, right? Yeah. Taking chances. He, yeah, he's not a great uh, defensive player. He's fits perfectly. Like the system is built for him and around him. He's on a great team. He's the best player on a great team when Kevin Durant's out. What is the problem? What What am I supposed to do? Suck his dick? Yes. <laughs> Do you think Aisha gives a moral? That's a good question. I mean, I have no idea. No, this is this is a, this is a, this is important. Is his wife giving him head? At this point, probably not. How long have they been married? A minute. Yeah. You think so. never? 
I think he gets. I think he gets. Uh, is he cheating? No, probably not. He's probably too smart for that. He's probably too smart and too famous. Um, it's tough to cheat now, man. Yeah, it's tough to see when you're Steph Curry. Uh, he's probably getting like pre-sex head for like a minute. Minute. Is Sonia still going down on Dell? I mean, when's the last time you think Sonia and Dell had sex? When, I, when Seth was born? No. Why, why do you Why do you say that though? That's okay. Okay. Here's a here's a better discussion. This is what happens, man. When when I start going off, would you rather have sex with Aisha Curry? Or Sonia Curry. I mean, Aisha, just with the whole fucking, I need everybody's attention and the, like, I, I'm out. I'm on Sonia hard. You're on Sonia? Yeah. Okay. Me too. Twerks with Wolves. Who would you rather eat pizza with? <laughs> Sonia <laughs> or Aisha? Sonia. After that Aisha nonsense, I was, I couldn't believe that. She's upset because the bag boys aren't giving her enough attention. Like, come on. Yeah. I, you know, yeah, you'd be scared, right? Like, it, why would you be hitting on an NBA MVP's wife? Yeah. But, like, I again, it goes back to the thing. Like, I don't know what people want me to say about Steph. First ballot Hall of Famer, best shooter of all time. Those are, those are pretty good accolades that we're giving him yeah. there. Best, but was the best player on a championship team before Kevin Durant arrived. Was still the best, like could be the best player on an every year contender. Maybe with it's or without Kevin Durant, we, you know, we have been called LeBron, especially you, LeBron slurper so much. Okay, what does that? What does that have to do with Steph Curry? Because we hype him up so much, and we don't hype Steph up, Steph up enough. Okay, well, look. Um, I mean, people are getting. I don't know if you, you know, are paying attention. I'm sure you are. In social media world, people are getting pretty wild now. The discussion about Steph should he win a fourth ring? What about it? I saw Kendrick Perkins. He went on one of those awful. Yeah, and he defended the shit out of LeBron. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. But like, I was seeing the reactions of some of those. But you have to keep in mind that, like, everybody is in the moment. It's not even in the moment. People don't understand the game. And when people don't understand the game, they can just look at things and go like, well, he's got, he's got four rings. He's got two MVPs. And he's got So he's got four. LeBron has three. Four. Mom, four bigger than three. Four bigger than three. He's got MVPs. They keep going to the finals. It's like, dude. What the fuck are we talking about? He's a great shooter. LeBron scores more points. LeBron's a better passer. LeBron's a better rebounder. LeBron's a better defender. LeBron has taken teams that are trash to the NBA Finals. LeBron's taken teams that are halfway decent to beat Steph's Warriors without KD. What the fuck are we talking about? I want to give some love to the Warriors organization as a whole. I will suck Steph Curry's dick right up until you compare him to LeBron James. And then I'll murder your family. (laughs) Like, it's the same thing. It's like, it's, it's what we do with Russell Wilson all the time. It's like, God, like... People are like, you just fucking hate Russ. I hate Russ because I just I, I refuse to say he's a top five quarterback in the NFL. I'm not saying Russ is trash. I've said Russ is a great quarterback a million times over. But 
don't fucking call him top five. Or now we're now I'm a fucking rust basher. It's like keep everything in perspective, and we're good. Steph Curry is a first ballot Hall of Famer. What I like to do too is, you know, look at people if they were on different teams and. The way this Warriors team was put together, I mean, it really is phenomenal. I don't think people are appreciating it enough as they should. Think about it. They drafted Clay, Steph, Draymond. They drafted those guys. Yeah. Like Jerry West is undefeated. That's why I've said a million times on this fucking show. And a million times the Dirty Slides, and a million times on Punch Drunk when Sam has me do his fucking secret NBA Patreon show. Jerry West is undefeated. The guy is a, a first ballot Hall of Fame player, a multi-time MVP. He's better at being an executive than he was at being a player. He's turned around franchise after franchise after franchise. He's done it with the Clippers. Lakers, Grizzlies, Warriors, Clippers. Yeah. Am I missing anybody? No. Four franchises. Yeah. And also good for him, but that but that's what that's what people don't understand that want to slurp Steph or slurp Kevin Durant as part of this Warriors team. What did Kevin Durant do when it comes to the grand scheme of things before he was on this Warriors team? You're telling me, you're telling me you put LeBron, you put Kevin Durant with Wade and Bosh, and you put Kevin Dur- and you put. LeBron with a Westbrook and a Harden, that that series isn't the f- fucking other way around. It is. It is. It so fucking is. The the Thunder had the Warriors down three one, and they blew it. And then LeBron was down three one, and they won. It's like you can't take away what one guy has done and just look at. Well, then Kevin Durant joined a seventy three win team, and suddenly they were fucking great. It's like, yeah, man, that's what happens. These, this team is ridiculous. And that's what I said to you the other day is, look, if, Ke- if Kevin Durant comes back and is healthy, the Bucs aren't beating the Warriors. They're not, okay? But I'll, t- I'll say this, and I truly believe this. If the Warriors had Kevin Durant back and healthy and you did a straight-up trade, Clay Thompson for Bledsoe, I'll take the Bucks. I'll take the Bucks. You're going to have that whole team with Giannis, all the other shooters, and you're going to give me a fucking absolute knockdown, lights out, every year all-star, best shooting backcourt mate of all time on that Bucks team. I'm taking the Bucks. They're so fucking deep, though. Durant, Steph. When Steph has a half where he's not doing it, Clay's going off. Draymond's fucking does everything. Like, they have vets that they get to sign on just like LeBron James did. They have vets to sign on for fucking whatever just to be a part of a championship. Bogut came back. Here he is. David West. David West. Iguodala. Sean Livingston. Sean Livingston, by the way, is fucking like ridiculously underrated. Yeah. He's great off the bench. The the Blazers got to go to Seth Curry. And the fucking Warriors are going to Sean Livingston? Like, they're just so goddamn deep. Klay Thompson, Klay Thompson is James Harden. If Klay Thompson went and just became a member of the Magic, he'd be an MVP candidate. So you have a guy who has that ability. 
He's had 30-point quarters. He's had fucking 50-point games. Yeah. He's had whatever. He's he's an, he's an every-year that, all-star. That is wild to think, if you think about that. The third option on the Warriors, your team's third it's option. Like, it may be the second-best shooter of all time. Has had 50-point games. Like, you could you could never Multiple. say that. But that's what I'm saying. You could never say that in the history of the league. That's why I, I think we, we really do need to appreciate how loaded. Because people say it, but when you really think about it, how loaded the Warriors are. And that begs the question, because Steph was there, and KD's been there, and Clay has the same amount of finals MVPs as Steph does. And Clay was there first. So... Clay has the same amount of championships as Steph. He has more than KD. So where is he in the pantheon? No, I think I think Clay was drafted after Steph. Either way, they were they won all the championships together. Yeah, right. So what is he the greatest? Is he has he passed LeBron? Well, he also doesn't have you know Steph has two regular season MVPs. Okay, Clay has none. So that's the difference. KD has one regular season MVP. We both agree that he's better, right? But let me get this straight. What, what are you trying to compare? I'm, what I'm trying to compare is how fucking ludicrous it is to compare Steph Curry with LeBron James based on how many rings, solely based on how many rings that he has with the Warriors. Yeah, I'd agree with you on that. Yeah, so that's my point. Because Clay has him. Draymond has him. Iguodala has him. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? Well, I, I think... I think it's an interesting discussion. Actually, you're kind of tapping into it, Clay versus Steph. When you really look at, look it's at not it. because they built it around Steph. Sure, they, they, they're he's he's. I'm not saying Steph. I'm not saying Clay's better, but I'm just saying. But that, by the way, that's Clay's personality. That's what I was gonna say. If Clay had that, like, you put him on another team. First of all, if you take him off the Warriors, all those years, Steph doesn't have any, none, none. He has none without Clay. None. He's he's Michael Jordan to Scotty Pippen until maybe fucking Kevin Durant shows up, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. even that, I don't. I'm not sure. Why degree? Obviously, it's a team game, and you, you need you need a couple alphas. But that's just Clay's personality to be the second guy. But Clay could be Harden on another team. He absolutely could. And I'll say it again. Go into the NBA Finals right now. I mean, first of all, the Bucks still have to make it, right? Yeah. And we'll get there. But give me a Bucks Warriors NBA Finals and straight up trade me Clay for Bledsoe. I'm taking the Bucks. I'm taking the Bucks. Now, if you trade me Draymond for Lopez, am I get, taking the Bucks? No. Love I mean, the fucking the Bucks win that trade, but I'm not taking it. But you give me Clay for Bledsoe straight up. Give me the bucks, and and give me him heavy. Give me uh, take it, take all of my money. Just because of his shooting ability, because he's a fucking superstar yeah. on any other team. Sure, but he's the third option on the Warriors. Wild, wild to think. Do we know the status of Kevin Durant at this point? I mean, I think it's the same status as. What I said it was going into this series, which is, uh, wake wake me up when you need me, right? Because he has a free agency looming. Yeah, he's certainly hurt, but 
Now he has a big break. I wouldn't be surprised if he plays game one, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they hold him out for one and two at Oracle and just see what the fuck happens. Yeah. Although they wouldn't be playing at Oracle, so. No, they're playing in uh, Milwaukee, fifth serve. If, if, if. We, we keep moving past a, a Raptors team in a 2-2 series. But, You're right. We do. But it look it seems to have been a home game series so far. I said Bucks and six. I still like Bucks and six. Yeah. Uh, this was this came out four hours ago. I don't know how accurate it is, but it says that they're thinking Kevin Durant's gonna be out for another two weeks. What's what's the website? Um, uh, something express. I'm checking another site. Two weeks. This thing but it was five minutes. But it was the uh, it was the it was the first thing that came up. He's like, so I mean, like, <laughs> 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 the express. <laughs> what, what, what what websites he looking at over there? Well, okay, let's get to some real shit. Yeah. What does Robert Latow from Black Sports Online <laughs> have to say about it? Because that guy has his finger on the pulse. <laughs> he knows exactly what's going on. I have to check with Robert. I'm not sure. Okay. Um. Uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll give you my phone. Have you text Robert? See if we can get a, a Black Sports Online update with exactly what's going on with KD. But uh, let's get to the other series. It is two two. It's been home and home uh, for the first four games, and uh, I've been surprised. I thought yesterday when Milwaukee was down, I think seventeen, when they cut it to seven in the third quarter, I thought, oh, this is this is going to be Milwaukee's game, and then. I don't know if they got any closer. Well, uh, the the Bucks have have trouble scoring at times, and I think when Giannis gets um, locked down, which I mean he's never really locked down, but when when he gets stifled a little bit, and Kawhi obviously has the ability to stifle a lot of players. Giannis is a lot bigger than him, but um, you know Giannis is still young, so they don't have that. He doesn't have that back to the basket post game yet. So he's coming at everything from the perimeter. And so when they're throwing different guys at him and he gets stifled, they really slow down. And I really think that that would be their trouble in an NBA Finals against a Warriors team because the Warriors never really slow down. And that's precisely, that goes back to what I said. You you get a guy on that team that can create on his own and like take over a game when Giannis is getting when it doesn't all it when it all isn't being worked through him and they're a totally different team. Yeah. And and that's what I'm saying with like a Clay Thompson type. But that is the trouble with their team is they're going with this it starts with him and it gets passed around from there. They have a lot of great shooters surrounding him, but the Raptors have done a good job getting the ball out of his hands. I think the home court advantage that they have at home uh is going to keep them from Having that happen, I still like the Bucks and six, but Kawhi was hobbled in that game, and they still got it done. We we've been saying it the whole playoffs. Lowry uh, as an All Star point guard has to be better. He was better. They won. You know, he's great in the first half, and they won. He's been better the last two games that they won. Yeah, yeah. But that that's the thing. the The Raptors just aren't super dynamic. Regardless, um, they've got a great bunch of role players. Um, around Kawhi, when Lowry's playing well, they're good. Siakam's good. Uh, Gasol can be good. Um, Danny Green can be good. But they're just not super dynamic, and that's why I think if they can slow the Bucks down to play their style of game, uh, Kawhi is a great one-on-one player. He's a great passer. He like he will take the ball and he'll get it even when he's not getting like. 
The difference between Kawhi and Giannis is when Kawhi's getting bottled up, he finds other dudes. And and uh, I still think that the Bucks have a decided talent advantage, and I do see them winning. Um, but now it's going to be a dogfight because it's 2-2, and you've got uh, – you know, you'll got you've got you know you're going one 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 from here on out. Yeah. So the Drake factor, it's a big factor going on. The Drake here. factor, the the courtside Drake. I don't like it. You don't like it. I I think courtside Drake is not nearly as appealing as courtside Spike. Does that make sense? Like like when I watch, I don't. I'm not a big Spike Lee guy personally either. But but here's my thing with with Spike Lee. When I, you know, take me back to my childhood when I'm watching those Knicks games as a kid against, you know, the Pacers or the Bulls, you genuinely feel Spike Lee is a legit fan because he is. Here's my problem. But I don't get that vibe with Drake. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I think he is a legit fan. I think he cares. But here's my problem with Drake. So Drake is trying to be what essentially Spike is for the Knicks. What Nicholson was for the Lakers, you know, what Billy Crystal was for the fucking Clippers. But like, no, I mean, yeah, you, th- you, yeah, think, I gotcha. about, you think about the crazy fans. I gotcha. What what Jimmy Buffett was for the Heat, you know, like everybody's got their Jimmy guy. Buffett. Jimmy Buffett got tossed out of a Knicks Heat playoff game and it was magical. You ever been to a Jimmy Buffett concert? Yeah, multiple. I'd like to do that. Man, I've been to many. A lot of fun, it, right? It's wild. It's wild and it's sad. It's wild and sad simultaneously. People get fucking litty. My parents lit used to go. Me and Mikey and Dan Gormley went the last time I went, we went to the Jones Beach parking lot, and Mikey had a <laughs> Mikey had a pinata that looked like a donkey, and uh, he punched a hole in its asshole and filled the thing with beer, and he was going up to girls lit in the parking lot. He goes, "Fist Brian." And they were like, what? He goes, fist Brian. And girls would stick their hand in the asshole of the donkey and pull out beers. And uh, Wow. Yeah, wild. There's people. Dude, when you go to a the parking lot of a Jimmy Buffett show, there's guys who have set up entire tiki bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like swimming pools, fucking the whole thing. Like, But it's also sad in a way because you know like a lot of these people are like accountants. And like this is their one. This is their day of the year. This accountant has like a Jimmy Buffett tiki bar in his yeah. basement that the two times a year they come to fucking, you know, the Riverwalk fucking in wherever. Riverbend in Cincinnati. Riverbend in Cincinnati. They're like, pack up the tiki bar. We're taking it to the Jimmy yeah. Buffett show. And then they go back to their sad life of doing accounting work and not fucking their wife. But they're like, today we're all fucking parrot heads. And they're like, fans to the right, fans <laughs> to the left. You know, like yeah. they lose their minds. So it's kind of sad that way. But I've been to a, I've been to like a dozen Jimmy Buffett shows. I want to go. It's how, really fun. How have I not been? He, does, he doesn't come out here, does he? I'm sure he does. Hollywood Bowl? Where would he come out here? Yeah. Dodger Stadium, uh, the Forum. Who knows? He, dude, I saw him at Madison Square Garden. I've seen him. At, he loves playing like the Jones Beat. He loves playing like the outdoor. I was gonna say, yeah, he loves the outdoor. He loves that shit. He probably goes to like the Irvine Amphitheater. amphitheater yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I didn't know. Tours he was a, with Wolves. Check out the Jimmy Buffett tour schedule. I didn't know he was a diehard. Uh, but anyway, my point is going back to Drake. Well, actually, before you get to Drake, okay. If we were going to see Jimmy Buffett, where could we? St- where could we find tickets, Joe? Sink geek! Sink geek! 
I bet if you pulled up SeatGeek right now and put Jimmy Buffett into that app, we could see if there's tickets available. I'm sure we could. I know we're going to use SeatGeek on Tuesday. We're going to go to Dodgers, Mets, Jacob deGrom. Yeah. Dodger, or I'm sorry, Dollar. Dollar. Dollar, Dollar. This dollar, is, Dollar. This is tough this, to say. Uh, Twerks with Wolves, that's that's about the Twerks with Wolves level Spanish. Dollar, Dollar. Dollar, dollar. Dodger Dogs. That's, that's a, a triple D. There's a lot of alliteration going on here. Uh, anyway, we're going to use SeatGeek to get those tickets. Dirtballs, I've been getting sent some great... Uh, promo codes being used. I've been sending some koozies out. You guys should take advantage of this great offer we have right now with SeatGeek because best of all, all listeners get $10 off their first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek supports our show, so we hope you support them as well. Use our promo code DIRTY for $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. You can use that for concert tickets like Jimmy Buffett, sports, comedy, or whatever you want. Remember, that's promo code DIRTY for $10 off your first purchase. Okay, Aaron, I see you chomping at the bit. What's the deal with Buffett? Jimmy Buffett. He's on tour right now, and the next time he'll be in the area, October 12th, 2019, Anaheim, Honda Center. Honda Center. Honda Center, Jimmy Buffett. The pond. Welcome to the pond. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I want to go back to your thing on Drake, though, and here's my problem with Drake. and, And by the way, it's not really a problem, but here's what I think is the Raptors problem with Drake the fan. And this is actually a compliment to Drake and a little bit of a diss of the Toronto Raptors. Spike Lee is, you know, uh, an indie director, but he's also a longtime Knicks fan. He, you know, he had seats in the fucking, I think he'd said, said on Simmons, he like, he first got his seats when he got, when he made like fucking, you know, do the right thing or whatever. And he was up in the, 200s or whatever 300s and he worked his way down and eventually you know in the 90s uh in in the mid to late 90s when he's doing those nike jordan commercials he he got that money sitting courtside no one is bigger than madison square garden no one is bigger than the new york knicks especially in the 90s now it's whatever but like the front row at knicks games is like I mean, the stars that you get there are insane. So who's who? It's always, there's always, you know, somebody from one of the other sports teams in town. You look there, it's Beckham, it's Saquon Barkley, it's Cindergaard, it's Aaron Judge, it's whatever. So, like, those guys, like, you know, all-star Yankees are going. And, dude, it is, like, it is so much cooler to be courtside at a Knicks game than to be, you know, Patrick Ewing front row behind the Yankees dugout. Like, it's not even comparable. Yeah, no, it's, one, it's, no one would argue that. It's world's different. You got actors. You got rappers. I mean, Fat Joe's there all the time. And fucking 50 Cent and P. Diddy. Dude, P. Diddy and Jay, like Jay-Z before he stopped going to Knicks games because, you know, the whole Brooklyn thing. Like, you got guys like that. You're not bigger than the fucking Knicks. Nothing's bigger than the Knicks. Nothing's bigger than Madison Square Garden. Nicholson, I mean, how much more of a dude can you be than Jack Nicholson? But again, he was there in the 80s. He was there in the 90s. He's sitting there. Yeah, yeah, showtime. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like, I like it. Well, he was there um, again when they won again in the 2000s. I'm saying, but he was there from the beginning. And at the time, in the 80s, you know, you're in fucking what? You're like, what What was Nicholson doing in the 80s? Nicholson's doing like, you know, 
Wolf with Michelle Pfeiffer. He's not bigger than fucking. No, that's nineties. Okay, that's nineties. This is as far back as I could go. And the eighties. Shining. The, the, yeah, The Shining. Batman. Um, you're not bigger than the Showtime Lakers. You're still. It's cool. That's Nicholson. But you're not bigger than the Showtime Lakers. You're just not. You're not bigger than Magic Johnson in in fucking 1989. You're not. Especially given the thing. You're there to see them. You see Drake at a Raptors game, and I think this is a diss on the Raptors and a bit of a bump for Drake. Is like, Drake's huge. Yeah. The Raptors are the fucking Raptors. He gets more attention than the fucking team half the time. Sure. He, again, he's a big star and he's a big worldwide and he's at he's at the Raptors game. Drake sitting courtside at MSG is like whatever. Drake sitting courtside at Staples is like, okay, cool. But like Eddie Murphy sitting courtside at fucking Lakers games. There's a time when Eddie Murphy was like in every like every big budget movie is just an Eddie Murphy movie. Like you can't be bigger than the biggest show in town, which in the eighties and the nineties and even obviously in the 2000s for the Lakers, is the Knicks and the Lakers. Drake's, people are going to watch Drake fucking watch the Raptors. Yeah. You know? And I think that's why Drake comes off as kind of annoying at Raptors games. He's too big for the team he roots for. But again, my sentiment, I don't know how diehard he really is. You said you think he is. I don't. I mean, he's get- at every fucking game. He's got the money, too. I think he's involved in ownership, too. Is he? I think so. Right? Is he a part owner? Uh, yeah, he's part owner, and then he even has, like, their, their I mean, practice hard, facility. Hard to, call, hard to call him not <laughs> not a diehard. He's yeah, financially fa- invested the, in the Well, team the practice facility is named after his brand, so it's OVO Athletic Center, and it's all... It's His brand is, like, it's not... It's like the Nike brand there. It's all over everything. So it's just the owl is everywhere. I mean, I don't know if he's a fan. I'm just saying. <laughs> like... Like, I know you guys are throwing a lot of facts my way, but uh, I don't know about this. I do know that the Bucks better fucking take, take care of business because if they don't handle business, it's not going to be a pretty finals. No, it'll be disgusting. Unless, of course, there's no Durant. It, it's, it still won't be pretty, but the one thing, the one thing about the NBA finals with the Raptors and the Warriors no Durant. Dude, Kawhi will fucking... Kawhi will lock a motherfucker down, especially a little dude. Who's Kawhi guard if they play? He, uh, he probably guards Steph or, I guess, uh, maybe Clay. I imagine he probably guards Durant in a finals with him. Yeah. But who knows? Dude, Kawhi's a legit defender. For sure. I mean, he was... Well, they released the all-defensive team today. He was second team. He's you know he's won multiple. Has he won multiple Defensive Player of the Year? Yeah. He's legit. No. Who's the sh- first team all defense? It was Marcus Smart, Gobert, Giannis. Who were the other two? I know second team was. Draymond, Clay, Kawhi. God, I'm getting a lot of them off the top of my head. Aaron, can we, can we, can we get that info for us? The first and second. Aaron's still trying to find out if the Heat play at Margaritaville Arena. 
Yeah. So so I'm missing I'm missing two Wasting on each. Wasting away again without LeBronville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what are the ones he named again? So I know first team. I know for sure. Go Just b- hit us with the full yeah. teams. All right. All right. First team, you got Rudy Gobert. Yeah. yeah. Paul George. Shout out Fresno State. Uh, <laughs> Bulldogs. <laughs> go dogs. Uh, Giannis. Marcus Smart. Go Celtics. And Eric Bledsoe. And then second team, you got Drew Holiday, Clay Thompson, Joel Embiid, Draymond Green, and Kawhi. Kawhi was second team? Wow. So, yeah. And those are your uh, first and second team. Which, again, to, to, to not totally bring it back, but I am bringing it back. The Warriors. I mean, Jesus. You have two of their starting five on the all-defensive team. Yeah. Like, that's how good they are. Yeah. And it's not the two guys who are fucking their best players. That's what I'm saying. I I know what you're saying. But I don't think people realize how fucking deep they are. I mean, I hope people do. But I think I think I think people do realize how deep they are. I think what people need to do, what people need to realize is just tap the brakes on all the single player slurping because without the rings you're looking at all these people in a different light. Like and could, they have the rings because they're all together. Like you could argue in the free agency era, in the modern era. If this, I, shout out to fucking Of Mikes and Men on Showtime, the Wu-Tang documentary. There is not a Wu-Tang member in my top five all-time rappers. There's not. But I listen to more Wu-Tang than I listen to any other rapper because... The fucking group is better than any individual guy. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I was about to say. If you look in the modern era, the free agency era, has there been a better team put together? Also, Ghostface might be in my top five. But anyway, go on. Like, can you think of a team that's been better put together? No. There's just no way. Especially not with Durant. I was going to say, especially if you take KD into it, adding him in free agency... I mean, it's 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 just it's almost not fair. What do you mean it's it's not fair? Yeah, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? It really what isn't. What are we doing here? It isn't so, fair. What 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 fucking first take ESPN bullshit fucking line are we? What fence are we sitting on? It is not fair. It's yeah. not fair. Yeah, it's not fair. They won seventy three games, lost to the greatest player of all time because he fucking went, you know, light on fire gif. Uh, but, and then they added the second best player in the league. Yeah, it's not fair. It's not fair. I see we have a question in the YouTube comment section. Where do you guys think Kawhi ranks in the 10 best players in the league? In it. Top 10, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's in it. Um, That's always tough, I think. I mean, you got to sit down and go like... You go like LeBron, KD. If I'm like it, James it's, Harden, it's always Giannis, like, Steph it's, Curry. It's always like if I'm drafting, like th- th- this goes for everything. Always for me is like if we're talking like all time. It's like I'm assuming I'm a drafting this guy's career. Like I'm drafting people for like their prime peak. You know, to a team. That's how I think of like who's the best all time. Well, who would I take if I was starting a franchise and could take like somebody's whole career, you know, or if I had one game. So like, where do I put him in top 10? Like, where do I put Kawhi? Like what, 
Where do I draft Kawhi right now? If you say you are the GM of the New York Knicks, we're fixing the league. Everybody wants the Knicks to be good. Everybody has become a free agent. Um, you know, you you can take your guys, take take anybody you want. We're, like what? How high do I take Kawhi? Like if I'm like, oh, if I have the fifth pick, do I take Kawhi? Maybe. Like right in there, right? Like I, I'm taking Kawhi over a lot of people. I'm taking him over. I'm taking him over like Westbrook. I'm taking him over. Are you taking him over Steph? Um, that's a tough one. It's tough. One's a better defender. One's a better shooter. I might be. You I might. might be. I might be. Like all around. I might be. You might take- be taking him over Steph. Because I'm like, look, I don't know who I'm getting. Right? This is, uh, I'm, I'm essentially taking him in my first round, right? Because yeah. if I take Kawhi and somebody else takes Steph and then it comes back around and I get other guys, like, I, I'm already locking down a legit wing defender, a guy who's proven he can lead a team as the number one option. He's proven that with this Raptors team this year. Yeah. He's, he's been clutch. Um, I guess I guess the question is, hey Kawhi, like, hey buddy, how how healthy are you feeling right now? <laughs> like, uh, health wise, like peak Kawhi, yeah, I think I am. Just from a standpoint of like, I don't know what else I'm getting, right? Yeah. So if I can get a bunch of guys that I can put around Steph, great. That'll be awesome. But like, I know I'm starting with a legit number one, who's also a legit, like a top, you know, three wing defender. And uh, he's not coming with any baggage, really. You know? Yeah, I might be. I'm not taking him over LeBron if LeBron's healthy and I'm I'm playing to win this year. I'm not taking him over KD. I'm not taking him over Giannis. Um, I might be taking him over Harden. I might be. Who's my coach? Is Mike D'Antoni? Then I don't know if I'm taking him over Harden, but I'm taking him. I, I might be taking him over Harden sight unseen. Like, have we ever seen Kawhi without cornrows? No, I don't think we've ever seen Kawhi without cornrows. I'm being serious. Maybe, maybe in college. He used, he used to have a buzz cut in college. Where'd he Earned go? The, San Diego State. The lead, yeah, San Diego State. He played under uh, Fisher, right? Yeah, and that, he was an Aztec. So Kawhi without cornrows. Hmm. We need to get to the bottom of this. That's maybe his weakness. He's like Samson in the Bible when you cut his hair. He became weak. If you take the cornrows out of Kawhi, he has no game. Well, who in what crazy fantasy league does do we have a choice of what hair he has? I'm just saying, Milwaukee Bucks. Maybe James Harden is just fucking maybe James Harden's Ricky Rubio without the beard. That's what I'm saying. You never know. No, I think you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shooting me down, Prano. 2-2, two, two, though. I hope it goes six. I hope it goes six. Are we doing a six-hour episode, by the way? Because we're not at the NBA yet. <laughs> let's, let's move on, then. Let's talk a little Major League Baseball. Let's do it. Yo-anus? Yo-anus. Yo-anus. Yeah. Yoenis, Yoenis. Say that again. Say that wrong again. I'm going to kick your anus, bro. Uh, 
Cespedes. Yeah. He's just. Can we just agree? He has been a debacle for your team. Well, I feel like you're not going to go that far, but you should. A debacle. A debacle is tough because there was talk of him winning the NL MVP for two months of play the year they went to the World Series. So, I he, mean, he's certainly been a debacle. He's certainly been a debacle post extension. He's been hurt. He's been whatever. But, you know, it, basically, Ioannis... Uh, Do we know how he broke his ankle? On his ranch in Saint, Port St. Lucie, which, don't even get me started. I've been to Port St. Lucie. I didn't see any ranches. What part of Florida is that? I don't fucking know. The middle. But it's not the it's not the Texas part. Where's this ranch? What ranch? What are you fucking talking about? Like, is it an alligator ranch? Yeah. What's, what type of ranch is in Florida? It, it's, I mean, it's, uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing about the Ioannis Cespedes ankle fracture getting off a horse stepping in a hole. You know why I believe it? Whose cover story is that? It's a weird cover story. Who comes, who doesn't go like, I did, I was doing this. Like, yeah, he probably did fucking fracture getting off a horse. Who would lie and say that's how they did it? Do we know if he was listening to Old Town Road while he got off the horse? Yoana Cespedes, I don't think Yoana Cespedes has ever in his life chosen to listen to a song that was in English. No. No. Never. Pretty sure he just listens to La Bamba on repeat and the Lion King soundtrack. <laughs> ah, For anybody who doesn't know, that's his walk-up song. Yeah. God, I miss it. Yeah, I did enjoy that in uh, San Francisco. That was the best. So how long is he out? I mean, he was already out for a while. The the thing is, like, this might not even set him back because I'm not sure he was coming back before, like, however long it will take him to recover from a fractured ankle. But, like, who knows? He's definitely – the thing with Uanus Cespedes, he's Flacco, he's Russell Wilson after the Super Bowl. Like, they're giving him money that he earned from just that – he he had the, the fucking crazy run, and now they're like, well, we had to pay him. Yeah, compared to my boy Russ, that's, that's the, the disrespect. No, but Russ's first, Russ's first kind, like they were like, oh well, guess we got to give him. Yeah. guess we got to make him the highest paid guy. Like he did come to the Mets at the trading deadline, and there was legitimate talk of whether or not he should be the NL MVP for the two months he had in the 2015 World Series run. Like that's wild. Yeah, and. He wasn't great in the playoffs, and he fucking duffed the ball in center field for a fucking, you know. But it, it's all that. And then, you know, it is what it is. He was, like, the, 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 the it's just so Mets because, like, Nimmo's out with a stiff neck, and fucking DeGrom's not pitching well, and whatever. And then they're, like, holding press conferences of whether or not they're going to fire the manager, and they're updating us. It's like, dude, how about this? If a guy's not on the team because he's currently injured, just don't even tell us about other injuries. But my question, that's got to be in his contract. Like, it's like updating people on Trevor having an ankle injury right now. He wasn't going to be here anyway, guys. Um, <laughs> Trevor why? out. Trevor out uh, the Dirty Sports Podcast with a broken ankle. It's like, he was fired. Why isn't that in his contract, though? What, that he can't ride horses? Yeah, I'm serious. 
Dude, if, if I'm the New York Mets, by the I'm, way, Cespedes isn't the guy that have you do you, do you know Yoanis Cespedes? I know he showed up to training camp in a on a horse. Like I know that. I know that. I'm familiar. I, the guy likes horses. He also showed up to training camp like in a fucking Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville uh, like yeah. Volkswagen Bug. Like the guy's a lunatic. Yeah, he's a lunatic. Also, I'm not sure he speaks Spanish either. No, I'm, I'm not <laughs> sure anybody knows what he speaks. I think he just speaks Hakuna Matata. <laughs> And he's like, means no worries for the rest of my days. And they're like, you're, now you're just repeating a lot. You don't, you you don't even know what you just said. Yeah. But how much is he getting paid? A lot. Like thirty four million like or twenty five million. Twenty five million. I'm just saying, like, you got to protect your investments. Well, yeah. You, you know, put something in that contract. Now it's a whole thing, but this is like this is so. We don't pay Will you. Pond. You break he, your ankle well, riding a horse. Not. No, he's not. Like they get insurance money, but they won't reinvest that money in the fucking team. They didn't reinvest the David Wright retirement money. They didn't reinvest the Michael Kadire retirement money. They didn't re- the the Will Ponds are fucking scammers. I'm not so sure they didn't fucking set like, it up. Dig holes around his ranch. Yeah. Conspiracy. Outside, like, Where are these holes from, man? How do I get off this horse, man? Like, that's like some cartoon shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. like that's like the Roadrunner Coyote shit. Like the Wilpons show up planting fucking holes, and then he, he goes into the hospital, and they're like, "You hurt your your anus?" He's like, "No, my name's Yoannis." <laughs> they're like, "Oh, what you hurt?" He's like, "Me ankle." Oh, we thought your name was Me ankle Cespedes, and you hurt your anus. <laughs> me ankle. How much did you talk about on Dirty Slides today, the pitcher who chose Japan over the we t- U.S.? We talked about it significantly. Yeah. Uh, we we broke down the, as the story says, you know, we broke down that he's, he's going to well, make. Just explain it for people who haven't heard. Uh, the gist of it is um, he was a first-round draft pick last year for the Braves. Uh, his slot in the draft. they There's now a thing that, like, saves a lot of hassle for um, – agents and teams where basically they just say like if you're drafted right here this is how much basically they should pay you yeah this is your thing and 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 you know we have the jd drews of the world and people who are like fuck you i deserve more and they're like okay and a lot of those guys sit out whatever but the gist of it is uh if you get picked here this is a a prox how much you can get you know they'll give you a little more they'll give you a little less they try to get you to whatever but anyway uh he was his slot and and by the way, when you get drafted, you're not getting a contract. You you get your a minor league contract is trash. Sure, you just get a signing bonus. If your agent is a magician, you can get like big league contract guarantees, or we demand that he's up in the big leagues by X amount of time, or whatever. Or if he's not in the big leagues by this time, he gets paid an MLB. But your your agent has to be fucking you know. David Copperfield. Um, or Scott Boris. Yeah. No, but even those guys, MLB, like we've seen how MLB fucking deals. Like if Scott Boris was a magician, Dallas Keuchel would be in the fucking league right now. Um, but he was slotted in a spot that would have made him about four and a half million. I think it was like 4.58 million. So that would be ballpark what he should be getting. The team that drafted him, I think it was the Braves. Thought, it was the Braves, yeah. Thought he was hurt. Thought he had some sort of condition, and they didn't. They didn't like that number for their investment. They offered him two million. He was like, "Fuck you, um, I'm not going. I, I should get four point five eight. You're offering me two. Go fuck yourself. I'm going back to 
school. He went to junior college. I believe he, I believe his original draft pick was he was coming out of high school. Yeah. He goes to junior college for a year, uh, gets drafted, or sorry, doesn't get drafted, would be drafted in June, and they're projecting him as a second rounder. His projected second round thing would be, again, $2 million now if whichever team thought he was healthy and drafted him in the second round. Now he's so essentially the same amount of money he was offered yeah. in the first round last year. So he decides to take $7 million over six years for the to go play in Japan. Um, that's three and a half times what he would be getting as a signing bonus. And he'll be 25. Like, he'll still be young. He'll still be young. The they're really the really the only downside of this is living in Japan. If he's fucking <laughs> well, no, no. I, 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 I I've, I've heard great things about Japan. Too, I would personally like to live in Japan. I would. Like, you better start learning Japanese then instead of Spanish. You know, like I'm gonna move. To, I'm gonna learn Spanish. And move to Japan. Well, this you know, is a the, reckless decision. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of decisions on my mind. The, the Olympics are 2020. Remember, right? In Japan, yes. Me, you, if Yoshi's still alive. I don't know. I don't know if the testing went wrong. Right. I haven't heard from Yoshi in a minute. He was arrested for the hit and run. <laughs> he's doing. He's doing fucking eight years up in Fresno. They're making him play Mario Kart. Mario Kart on loop. He's recording. He's recording his fucking next comedy album live from Folsom Prison. <laughs> How long would Yoshi? Man in Brack, live from Folsom Prison, <laughs> live from Folsom Prison, Folsom Prison. How long would Yoshi last in prison? Uh, I think Yoshi'd be all right. Actually, I think, I feel, I, if like, if I know anything about Oz, Yoshi would run like the fucking Yakuza in prison. I'm right? saying, like, I feel like Yoshi. He'd be like, he'd be like, listen, I get you a best porn ever. <laughs> guys are just getting like fucking hard. Like, guys are getting like DVDs of Sasha Gray being like, hey, boys, good luck in there. Call me when you get out. And they're like, she knows my name. And then they're stabbing people to death for Yoshi. <laughs> like, how do you know Sasha Gray? He's like, I edited her video one time. Can you imagine if, like Yoshi had porn stars like visiting fucking prisoners for conjugal visits, and then he just has an army in there, and like they're slaughtering, he's just slaughtering anybody that fucks with Yoshi. <laughs> Yoshi's sitting in this room like fucking Buddha. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I Yoshi, think Yoshi would dominate. Prison. Yoshi would. I think Yoshi should. Also, he's like used to living in captivity. I think Yoshi should purposely go to prison. Yeah. Um, where? What is this about? I don't How know. We, oh yeah, so the kid, the kid going to Japan. Yeah. So the only downside of this is if the kid is just fucking dominant and would be in the big leagues and get fucking, you know, a huge payday like when he was 23 or whatever. But even that, probably not getting a like the way the rookie scale works, like you're in the big leagues for a couple of years before they have to pay you, even the best guys. Yeah. But the downside is. He he gets the seven million and that's it because he you know they overuse him or whatever. At least they're fucking in the U.S. Like they we baby the shit out of the pitchers. Oh, you can only throw seventy five pitches. Japan's like you must throw forever. <laughs> Your family pitcher boot camp. Yeah, like they don't give a fuck, right? <laughs> they're like, have you tried fucking doing a crazy twisty wind up? Wouldn't it be great if he came back with Hideo Nomo's wind up and just started lighting up the 
and an accent. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, why does your English sound broken yeah. all of a sudden, dude? He's like, the game of chess is like a sword fight. <laughs> you must take breath before you move. I want, yeah, let's go to Japan, man. I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm like, kind of planning a Japan trip. What? Yeah, my, my buddy Pete Anderson. Uh, when I had uh, my friend Vin on the Joe Prano podcast, Chef, I asked him uh, if there was one city that he would travel to for just culinary tourism, where would it be? And he said Tokyo. So food, dope. Uh, you can snowboard and ski up north. Yeah. Um, and you can surf down south. And so food, skiing, snowboarding, Japan. Lots of content, too. I'll go visit Wu-Tang Mountain. You Do know? you know how much content you could get just messing with people? That's all I would, I would just go. I don't go, know. I think content will get you like jailed for life. You can't chew gum. You can't litter. You can't put up YouTube videos. What? You're yeah. joking. I don't know. Probably not. I'm like, what? You can't chew gum. You can get used panties and vending machines in Japan. But good for this kid. What I said on, uh, what I said on uh, 30 Slides is his nickname's got to be Mr. Baseball, right? Yeah. He's got to go all in on the Mr. Baseball thing. Grow a mustache, be Mr. Baseball. He's got to get a hairy chest, bro. Yeah. He's got to go full Tom Selleck. Yeah. We have lots of sports to cover. We're Let's about, go. Let's we're about halfway through. rock and roll. Let's move to NHL. How far in are we? Have we been two hours in this episode? No, we're an hour and five minutes. Okay. One LB question. One LB, yeah, hit us. All right, go, uh, for, go for it, Aaron. Yeah, yeah, we got one MLB question. So, biggest surprise team in the MLB so far? I mean... The biggest surprise team to everybody else out there has got to be the Minnesota Twins. I called them to win the division on our baseball preview. So I'm not super surprised, but that's got to be everybody's surprise team right now, right? Yeah, well, the Rays at first, which they've Yeah, won. but the Yankees are now leading the yeah. East. The uh, the Twins are leading the AL Central. The Astros are leading the AL West. The Dodgers are leading the NL West. The Cubs are leading the NL Central. I think a lot of people thought maybe that the Brewers would be back and the Cardinals would be good and the Pirates. But, like, I don't think anybody was like, there's no way the Cubs win the fucking NL yeah. Central. And uh, the Philadelphia Phillies, I mean, you look around the league, I just don't. I mean, yes, the Rays, they're still technically in a playoff position, but I – but I think that the Rays seem like a team that might fall off still. They've already started falling off. Um, it's got to be the Twins. Again, I'm not surprised, but I see visions when I sleep. So, you know. You do? Yeah. I see visions of. I see of, weird shit. I see visions of sports futures. But if you don't have a crystal ball, you gotta be you got to be surprised by the Twins, right? Was that from, like, Benangi or Charlie Ryan or some Twins fan who just wanted us to fucking say no it's from carter yates who is the kid who just went to japan as the braves uh, decided to go to japan oh it is he's already in our in our uh, yeah. youtube comments shout out to carter well we got to talk a little nhl the the stanley cup finals is set let's go blues let's go blues blues bruins now as a guy who lived in st louis for five years yep uh, i was rooting for them and you guys say we don't ever talk hockey. I've actually I've watched a fair amount of playoffs this postseason. Yeah. <laughs> I watched uh I watched I want to say about probably about two and a half games of that series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah. Go ruin. I was telling Prano last night. No, go go blues. 
St. Louis is a really good hockey town. Like people don't I've realize that. that. I've heard that. They always talk about obviously the Cardinals. Tug Coger said that. Tug was mentioned. Yeah, their number one team is obviously the Cardinals. But I lived there while they had the Rams. You know, greatest show on turf. The Cardinals were always good, and the Blues. And to me, the teams that that town always cared about the most was the Cardinals and the Blues. It's a really good hockey town, so I'm happy for them. And are we uh, are we giving the Blues the dirty sports bump? Yeah, I'm rooting for the Blues for sure. Root for them, but you're going to pick the Bruins, obviously. Well, the odds on favorite, I was looking today, the favorite is Boston. So if you gun to your head, if you had to guess who was going to win. No, I'm picking the Blues, man. What are you doing? I'm, do you not know how this works? I'm riding do the momentum. Know, do you not know how your curse works? Yeah, I'm riding. I'm riding. Uh, I mean, everybody's got to be rooting for the Blues. Like, fuck Boston, right? Fuck that fucking town and all their fucking championships and all the fucking cheddar dicks who are came. Fucking more rings, more parades. <laughs> I'm fucking skipping work. You don't work, Sully. I'm fucking skipping not working. I think I saw if the Bruins win, it would be their seventh title. As a as a franchise? Yeah. Okay. I mean. If you say so, they've been playing hockey there for fucking. They're like, they're one of the original six, right? Or original, aren't they? The original hockey teams was like I think St. Louis is one of them too. No, that can't be right. I think it's Rangers, Bruins, Canadians, Blackhawks, Blackhawks. Give it to give it to us. You uh, you were close. Uh, Montreal Canadiens. I got that. Toronto Maple Leafs. Okay. Boston Bruins. Yeah. Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah. Detroit Red Wings. Detroit Red Wings. Uh, New York Rangers. New York Rangers. Rangers Who did I say that wasn't in it? I think just Maple Leafs, right? No, Maple Leafs them? were in it. I think you, maybe you got. Oh, all I did. I mean, I, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't finish, but yeah, yeah, it's pretty good for a guy that's not a hockey fan. We have a question from Stango. Will a donation get them to chug and hit the vape pen? I mean, look, it's Wednesday night. I'm feeling good. I worked out today. <laughs> I'll chug the shit out of some beers. I'll hit the vape, brah. I boxed this morning. You boxed? Yeah. Where'd you box at? Boxing gym on Washington. I'm feeling good, feeling strong. I feel like I could just get a couple beers. Pa, pa, pa. Pa, 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 pa. Slam. It slammed two. <laughs> if you were in town, would you have signed up for that triathlon with me? I would have, yeah. It's I a would good have. one to start. In June. You're doing, it's in June, right? Yeah. Yeah. You asked me to do it a while ago, and I said I thought I'd be in, in New York. I have... Uh, I have looked into the triathlons, and that that has been recommended as one of the easy ones. Although they're charging you a fucking arm and a leg, I don't oh know if I, I don't God. know if I would have signed up, but I might have just got in and done it with you. I'd have gone been a rogue, it's bullshit. rogue runner. Hundred forty bucks. I'm still planning on doing the uh, Hermosa Beach. Yeah, tell me about fourth, this again. Fourth of July triathlon. Run a mile. Run a mile. Paddle a mile. Chug a six pack. I haven't been training, but I'm about to start. <laughs> I mean, I've been swimming, surfing, so you got to paddle. So I, I've been training for that. My beer chugging. I should probably start. There's probably a method to start. I don't have to call Tommy Dewey. Tommy, how do I train to yeah, chug a six pack? Hit up Dewey. He knows all this shit. Yeah. And then also to, to run. Like, the good thing for me is I am terrible at running long distances. But I feel like I could run a mile at a good pace, especially as the first thing. Because then paddling for me, and by the way, I'm just like, I got to imagine 
I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in the top I gotta be in the top five percent of chuggers in this fucking thing, right? Yeah. As far as taking down maybe not speed of one at a time, but what's like, the winner get? I don't know. The fucking like the eternal fucking fame and fortune of winning the coolest triathlon in history. Now, I, somebody, people were all getting concerned about me because I've never really swam in the ocean. Yeah. Like, like distances. Who's getting concerned for you? I don't know. People were like, oh, you got to, it's only a quarter of a mile. They're like, it's a lot different than a the pool. Quor- oh, a quarter mile. That's, yeah. That's not far. That's what I said. Yeah. I, like, I wasn't, to be honest, I wasn't. The, the, thing, the thing that sucks about swimming triathlons you're swimming in a fucking. You think you think the starting the Los Angeles Marathon with a bunch of runners is a disaster? This is people kicking and punching you in the face in the wo- in the ocean. Yeah, I don't you like start, that. You start you start in a fucking. It is a mob thing. And the thing is, I've done short triathlons like this. It's not enough time for you to even spread out. You just swim in a fu- like. If like you you're wanna, not moving. If you want to no. If you want to pass people, you have to fucking. You have to get physical. Let's get physical, physical. Yeah, I don't want to do that in the ocean with, like well, you're saying. you're going <laughs> to. No, but I don't want to, like, I'm not going to be aggressive. You're going to have to. Either that or you're just going to have to, like, swim at the pack and save your energy for. But for me. But I'm not going for a time. I just want to see how this plays out. Right. But for me, for time, that was my place to make time, you know? Yeah. I'm a way better swimmer than I am a biker or a runner. So I was like, I got to get fucking jiggy with it in the ocean yeah I'm like gra- i was grabbing people by the feet and just being like get over here Wait, when did you do triathlon like fucking 2000 like late 90s early 2000s what was it do you Wh- remember where like what the mileage was yeah, it was each? a half olympic so it was like it was like uh i think it's i think it was a half mile swim 20 mile bike ride 5k or 5 mile run so it was a lot more intense than what I'm doing it's i think it was it sounds like it's double what you were doing yeah right how long is the bike ride 10 miles yeah and how long is the run 3 miles yeah so it's double i think that i think what you're doing is a half triathlon a full triathlon is whatever and then an ironman is is like a mile, a hundred miles. No, no, no. no, no. And a this is marathon. what Ironman is. I looked it up. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure an Ironman is two miles swimming, a hundred mile bike ride, like sixty mile bike ride, and a full marathon. Yeah, yeah. That's some badass shit. That's some stupid shit. That's like I I have something to prove to the point where I'm going to ruin my body doing it. Yeah, I plan on doing that at some point in my life. You should not. I have to. <laughs> you can do it out in Hawaii. That's that's the big one, right? Yeah. I don't know. Grab a beer, Prano. I am. Do another ad. Or we don't have another ad, okay. but I want I want to bring up this story while you grab a beer. I love this. We're, we're talking about the blues. This guy bet four hundred dollars on the Blues to win the Stanley Cup. He's a St. Louis fan or, or St. Louis local. And I saw this story today. The payout is one hundred thousand dollars. Right? Sorry, I got stuff going on. Okay. Yep. Thanks for the donation, Stanga. Okay, so he 
play, let me see if I can find out where he placed this bet. When he placed the bet, they were 250 to 1 odds to win the Stanley Cup. And as most of you know or don't know, the Blues on January 2nd had the worst record in the NHL. So this this turnaround is, I mean, it's, it's fucking phenomenal. That'd be amazing for this dude. Got to hedge, right? Got to. You got to hedge. How much do you hedge is the question. I don't know. I mean, he can win 100 grand. Yeah. So if he bets 25, if he bets 25 grand on the other way, right, then he wins fucking 75 grand, 75 or 50 or like, you know, 20 or 25. Like how yeah. much? How much you you can't just go. Somebody else just did that recently, and they lost, right? Somebody didn't hedge on like the fucking. Yeah, you gotta hedge. I'd go twenty five. Fuck it, hedged for ten. You make you placed a four hundred dollar bet. You make you get ten grand at worst. Pretty good, or you get ninety. You well, gotta hedge. I mean, I'd assume somebody's telling him that, right? Uh, yeah, somebody like Who his, understands uh, gambling. His accountant, his wife, <laughs> maybe his wife doesn't. But like, you have to. Yeah. My question is, how much do you hedge? If it was your money, how much are you hedging? Well, worst case scenario, I don't know. Trying to think, like, I'd like to, I'd like to win fifty grand out of this. Well, fifty, if you, if you, if you bet fifty, you get, you either get fifty or fifty. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know. It's a tough question. What do you want to see in return? I mean, it's a four hundred dollar bet. Like, I might bet like I maybe ten. 10 G's? Or maybe I find some sort of like, maybe I find some sort of like uh, number that's that's significant to the Blues. Like, what was Bobby Hull's number? Or Brett Hull? Was Brett Hull 10? I think Brett Hull was 10. I don't know. This is what we need twerks for. All right. Well, you're supposed to chug a beer right now. I actually have a beer and a half poured, so why, oh. don't, you, why don't you give me a fucking second? Okay. What are you trying to do, math? No, I'm trying to find out Brett Hull's number. I mean, I mean, Aaron goes takes a piss right, right when we need him. I might go ten. That might be my hedge. What number was he? His jersey number was sixteen. Okay. So maybe I go sixteen in honor of Brett Hall. All and right. then maybe Brett Hall catches wind of it. He gives me the sixteen anyway, or something. All right, chug time, Prano. All right. Let's see this, we... By the way, this is a beer and a half. Just want everybody to uh, know it's a beer and a half. So we got eighteen ounces here. Let's see what he can do. I mean, I'm just going to take it down all at once. I'm not going for a speed record. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Jesse Stanga. Thank you. How much, how much did Jesse give us, by the way? It was $10 for the donation. Oh, man. Chugging a beer and a half for five bucks that Ruther's going to put toward fucking Dodgers tickets? He's going to give me a hot dog. I mean, by the way, I'm not criticizing Jesse Stanga. I'm saying if others like Jesse were to get in on the $10 act, this would be way more appropriate. Uh, Mazel Tov. Uh, you're welcome for picking the Twins to win the division. Salute.
as Maggie is just, hey, Maggie, stop. Maggie, Maggie, chill out. Chill out on my bed over there. That's basically beer. It's hitting you, it's hitting you hard. I wasn't going for speed because I didn't think, but I probably should have. Yeah. Because I think I, then I was like, oh, I'm getting pretty full here. Don't worry, I'll take the rest down right now. Just needed a solid half burp. Wasting away again in Margaritaville. In Smudville, bro. I got to remix that shit. All right. I, I need to turn off my f- notifications. Okay, let's get through this episode. We have a lot. Salt. 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 We have a lot to cover. Okay. Was that our NHL update? Is <laughs> that, that hockey? Was we that, did it. Is that we we included it? I like that you skipped right through uh, NFL. Are we backtracking? Yeah, we're backtracking. Okay, let's do it. I like it because hockey's happening right now. Exactly. See, there's there's a method to my mayhem. Jawan Howard, rip Michigan basketball. Why do you keep saying that? You texted Tug and I that you have no faith in Jawan Howard. No, I don't. As the Wolverines head coach. No. What it was? Jawan Howard, uh, assistant basketball coach. Yeah, at the in the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat? I'm going rip Michigan basketball. <laughs> but why? Because I don't have, I have nothing about Juwan Howard's life or career or interviews makes me think that he's going to be a good basketball coach. Also, how's Patrick Ewing doing? How's Chris Mullen doing? How's Mark Jackson doing? How's like all these like, like what? I think, look, I'm not saying it's going to work out, but Juwan's been an assistant for years. Yep. Just as just in the coaching world. I guess Patrick Ewing was too. Yep. I don't think Chris Mullen was. Nope. Uh, Patrick Ewing's still to be determined. Sure. He's, he's been there two years. But uh, the reason I say rip Michigan basketball is I just think that, what's his name, Beeline? Beeline? John Beeline. Beeline? Was he, he like, I, I like I think they're obviously having a downgrade at, Stop at, licking your pussy, at fucking, <laughs> at head coach. So... I mean, they they didn't get a title. When's the last Michigan title? I, Seton Hall. I'm calling it Rip Michigan basketball. I'm not. Even, I'm a Jawan Howard guy too. I like Jawan Howard. He's an underrated Fab Five member. He he like ended up playing so goddamn long. He's obviously a student of the game, but just like nothing about Jawan Howard makes me go like, oh, Jawan Howard basketball genius. You know. Yeah, also, but- he's under Spolstra. But it's also recruiting. Everybody fucking loves Spolstra. Everybody loves Spolstra. I'm like, well, here's the deal, dude. Michigan. Here, here's an interesting fact for you. I mean, I guess they, he's got. I guess he got the Riley factor. They had a they, exactly, and they had a good run with John Beeline. But here's a crazy stat for you: in his 12 years at Michigan, they never had a McDonald's All American. Never. Now, obviously, they have some good players, and they have some guys who've gone on to the you know the NBA. But I'm just saying. Um, I I have news for you. Uh, Cody Bellinger doesn't know what fucking Seinfeld is. There ain't a motherfucking McDonald's All-American who's ever heard of Juwan Howard. I disagree. From what? From watching the 30 for 30 on the Fab Five? Maybe. I'm just saying, I'm not I'm not taking your stance. I'm not ready to throw in the towel in Michigan basketball. All right. Look, we all have to have our hot takes. Rip. Michigan basketball. <laughs> Rip it. What's Tug's? We didn't get a Tug update on this? He never responded to the text. Tug, what, what's happening? Call in. Call Tug. Did you intimidate him? 
Why? By, by go- calling out his golf? By going off on him last of episode? Golf watching he spent, because he heard Tiger Woods miss the cut, so he spent the day in a fucking bouncy castle with his sons? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you went full fucking... Is it Dragon or Drogon? I don't know. You went full Drogon. Think, from let's just call it Dragon and just be safe. <laughs> yeah, from Game of Thrones, man. You fucking just lit everyone on fire. Throwing co-host, my buddy, Cutter... Just throwing people under the bus. Cutter said he was playing in a golf tournament, so that was his excuse. Blaha said if Kepka was fucking likable, to which I was just I couldn't I went into human blinking guy meme. <laughs> like now we're fucking calling Tiger likable. Matt Boonstra apparently tweeted about golf, but I think I muted him forever ago because all he does is fucking tweet me about fucking Tiger Woods. So I missed that. He left a call. We're not going to do calls today, but it's it's sitting it's sitting in the. Uh, Let me guess. Tiger fucking has won two of his last fucking four. It was whatever. a tough call to understand. Yeah, he's also won two of his last forty three, as I point, pointed out on Twitter. Six sixth ranked golfer in the world right now, Tiger. Yeah, I'm sure that'll last. Keep missing cuts, bro. By the way, I don't think that sh- that stuff doesn't mean anything to me personally. I don't give. A, well, I I don't give a fuck. Because, Honestly, no, no, about the no, world no, golf. No, I never understood that. I've been, I've been trying to appreciate golf more. I've said it. I'm getting old. I'm appreciating golf more. But, like, I'm not checking the world rankings. No, but what I'm saying is I don't understand the world rankings for golf and tennis. Because to me, again, it all just comes down to the big tournaments. Right? Because to me, the, the equivalent is for... I mean, unless you're those guys, you got to make money. Something you know, you're making money playing the other tournaments. Well, for money, but I'm saying, like, as we look at the greats. It's the same way we look at the greats in team sports. You, 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 we're judging it at the end of the day. If, if you're considered a great, there's the great and there's the all-time greats. The all-time greats are going to be judged as all-time greats because of titles. Yeah, but I mean, I guess, look, winning golf tournaments isn't easy regardless, but. Anyway, majors or not majors, Tigers won two of his last 43, so. Fuck, are we talking about here? Well, you know what we're talking about? We're talking about legacy, yo. Legacy. Kellen Winslow Jr., are we still doing this? What did he do now? Rape somebody? Dude, I got to read these charges. I don't, I don't even know if we've covered these. How is he still out and about? It's wild. Absolutely wild. The headline reads, and by the way, I giggle out loud every, every time, time I, I see him. Every he time looks I see like him. fucking <laughs> looks like Todd Phillips. I'm here for the gangbang. <laughs> what a great reference. Unbelievable. I laugh every time I see him. This is the headline on the Washington Post. Ex-NFL star Kellen Winslow Jr. on trial for allegedly raping homeless woman, hitchhiker, unconscious teen. That's the trifecta of this. Wow. Homeless? Well, okay. Uh, I'm going to ask. we got to go around. Torch of the Wolves grabs the mic. Which... Rank those in order of which you would be most shamed to have done to least shamed to have done. Homeless person, hitchhiker, unconscious teen. I think I'd have to go most ashamed for unconscious teen. A homeless person is dirty. I mean, and yes, I don't know. Something about unconscious. It's like it goes into like the whole necrophilia thing. And I don't know. That's and just teen and teen. Yeah, like you know. And that's just I don't know. That's just that's just weird. I mean, homeless. It's certainly in the most criminal, right? Homeless. Like, yeah, yeah. Homeless. I'm gonna go second, and then hitchhiker. 
is lacking you know hitchhikers what hitchhiker isn't homeless by the way like who's hitchhiking you know where this all went down by the way where encinitas this guy loves down fucking san diego well yeah that's where he lived yeah what about you i'm going i'm going the same i'm going the same as twerks i'm going unconscious teen oh it's ridiculous but I got to say, it's neck and neck with homeless. Yeah, I, homeless. I agree. I agree. Because, dude, you're homeless in Encinitas. Like, what do you look? Yeah. You, you look like fucking Twerks with Wolves ancestors, just like burnt by the sun. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You've seen these homeless people with fucking, like, they, they get, it gets to a point where your tan is so good that then you get, you start getting into like, you look like one of the fucking California raisins. You know, it's tan mom, and also if you're a tan mom, if you, yeah, if you approach a homeless person and it's Anita's, <laughs> like, who's to say if they're conscious or not conscious? You know what I mean? Well, here's the story. There's, I'm big- going, but I'm going unconscious teen, homeless person, hitchhiker. I agree. Although, again, th- it's the trifecta because who's hitchhiking that's not homeless? Yeah, it's a good point. Well, here's the story. There's a 54 year old woman who was uh, thumbing for a ride last March when he pulled up in his black SUV. Wait, how old? She was 54. <laughs> She's homeless. Yeah. Are we sure this wasn't all one woman? <laughs> they made small talk a while, uh, along the way, but then out of nowhere his demeanor changed. She said, he point blank threatened to rape her and said, if you do anything, I will kill you. She she begged to be let out. I'm just going to go ahead and say CTE is wild. <laughs> yeah. Wild. When your dad's got CTE... When you have CTE that runs in your family and then you get your own CTE on top of your hereditary CTE, you go crazy. Yeah. So the unconscious teen was when he was playing for the U in 2003. It was a 17-year-old girl. And Yikes. And by the way, this Underage. is a, this is on top of him being accused of exposing himself to a 57-year-old woman while she was tending her garden and also exposing himself to a 77-year-old woman while she lounged in a fitness club's hot tub. Kellen Winslow Jr. Is Kellen Winslow Jr. a first ballot scumbag Hall of Famer? I mean... would you, here? Serious question. I'm not joking. Right now, who would you... You don't have a sister... So we'll have to do like your niece. You have a sister twerks with wolves. Who would you rather the a young woman in your family comes home to Thanksgiving dinner? Here's your two options. She comes home with her new boyfriend. It's either Kellen Winslow Jr. or OJ. I'm I'm, going OJ all day. Yeah, I'm going. Are you really asking me? Yeah, the the guy who loves OJ. Yeah, I'm going the juice. But he's also he also. By the way, there's a good chance if your sister or niece breaks up with OJ that he's gonna take her head off like a Pez dispenser. So something to factor. You're putting your life. You're putting her life on the line here. I think. Going juice. Yeah, I think I'm still gonna go juice. I think. I'd rather her. You guys might I hate to say me this. To go to Kellen Winslow. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say, but I'd rather her. Bro, I haven't even read all this stuff on yeah, Kellen Winslow. I don't. Like, I think it's hard to live with with the the rape after effects and just I mean, getting listen to this all together. Listen to this story. His fucking prosecutor, or I'm sorry, his uh, his lawyer 
is claiming the sex was consensual. So so they're going with the fact that he picked up a 54-year-old on the side of the road and banged her in his car. He's like, we're we're going not only do we think that it was consensual, we're going to go out and look for the real rapist. <laughs> I mean, this is absolutely wild. I mean, he like I'm just reading this shit. Kellen Winslow Jr. is claiming it's a money grab. He goes, unfortunately, that's the society we live in. What are you talking Kellen about? Kellen Winslow Jr. have money? He made over $30 million in the NFL. Jesus. He was not good. Yeah. I know. God. I think he's raping some kid in the hallway as we speak. What's going on out there? We got to put, put that dirty sports poll up. Torx the Wolves, put that up on dirty sports right now. Would you <laughs> Would you rather your sister date Kellen Winslow Jr. or OJ? <laughs> These are the kind of questions you could only get on the Dirty Sports Podcast. Yeah. I'm- That's not even the worst Twerks with Wolves Instagram poll of the week. <laughs> 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 we had to delete an Instagram poll because we thought we got hacked. <laughs> but you got you to, gotta, you know... At least he had. At least he had some. Uh, Twerks with wolves just goes rogue. At he's least all, he had some go get him. At least he went for it. You know, he's all drunk in Seattle and Dr- he, drinking those fucking Pike Brewery IPAs. And he decides to put up an Instagram poll of what were you in Seattle for? Twerks with wolves. I was just just visiting. I mean, my, my girlfriend and I just thought like, let's just go check out another city. So we were over there, and then I get there. And I'll admit, did we, you go to a Mariners game? Well, that's why. Yeah, we were on the way to the Mariners game, and we had just got done drinking a lot. And on the way, you know, out of water bottle, thinking, all right, let's finish before we go to the stadium and all that stuff. And then I see this like thirty foot just picture of Russell Wilson. I thought, oh man, this this is my moment. <laughs> I thought it's, moment. I thought it's at least gonna get a rise. I go figured, home, twerks. You're drunk. Yeah, I figured, <laughs> you know what? At least get a rise out of Prano. Might get some some good votes. Who knows? Even if they don't talk about it, whatever. I'm going for it, and then and yeah, that's what you're going for. An Instagram poll. <laughs> I just thought it'd be fun, you know, like see what people say. Like, dude, I see know? it, and then I like had to do something, and then 20 minutes later, I text Prano. I go, "Did you put up that Instagram poll?" And Prano goes, "No," and I go, "Fuck." I was offended at the idea that you would have thought that I did it when it was like, it wasn't even like. Is this guy a top five NFL QB? Yes, trash. It was like an Eli trashing poll. I was like, how dare somebody fucking. Yeah. I know. Uh, I, I I thought of all the people to be, I was like, is this some military, butthurt military kid? Yeah. Is it like some so, fucking Russell Wilson slurper? Is it like a Philip Rivers guy? So then I text Nick D'Alessandro and I say, because I don't even know at this point if he has, he might, I think he does, has access to our Instagram too. I said, did you put up that Twitter poll? And he writes, no. So then I sent it to Prano, and Prano goes, we've been hacked. <laughs> he's like, so I fuck. Disable all accounts. He's like, Ruther. Change all passwords. He's like, go and change all the fucking passwords on Dirty Sports. We've been hacked. And then I'm like. Oh, I was like, Swingman9 has finally cracked the code. <laughs> and then I text Aaron. Yeah, it was me. <laughs> By by the way, uh, we always say don't do plugs at the end. This is why you should be following at the Dirty Sports on Instagram, guys. Yeah, wild shit. It's the Wild West out there. <laughs> Torch of Wolves has a password. Anything is possible. <laughs> Who would you rather have your Instagram password? Torch of Wolves, OJ, or Kellen Winslow Jr. <laughs> I'm going OJ again. Are you? That's yeah, because I don't one. think OJ knows how to work Instagram. OJ, Kellen Winslow, I'd say Kellen Winslow Jr. OJ, OJ can't even work Instagram with the gloves on. 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Who I'd also, Kellen Winslow can't you can't work Instagram with like the fucking the rubber gloves on, like the <laughs> the medical gloves, like Dexter. Is he the worst? Fingering girls with latex gloves. Legit question: Is Kellen Winslow Jr. the worst athlete guest we've ever had, or just worst guest in in? in... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna say milf talk was pretty. She, she was milf talk was pretty bad. I mean, I'm just thinking about Steve Hofstetter right now being like, "Hey guys, take it easy on Kellen Winslow. My sister's black." <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh, I've totally forgot about him. I mean, at least Winslow played in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> So we're saying Kellen's Winslow Jr. after all these awful things is not Also, the- Brighton Scalabrini never fucking sent us those slides, so he basically <laughs> raped me. <laughs> I can tell you one thing, Sean Merriman and Ryan Grant, the best sports guests we ever had. No doubt about it. Love those guys. You're just, you're just throwing McAfee under the bus? Oh, McAfee. I mean, he came into our apartment. Yeah, McAfee was great, too. Ryan Grant came into our apartment, in your apartment and fucking brought his kid. Yeah. Actually, his kid is where Maggie has been sleeping. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's like the bullpen now, my bed. That's where young girls sleep. This is a, That's the Kellen Winslow spot <laughs> of the room. <laughs> oh, unbelievable. This that, is, what, this is that our show? <laughs> this is what happens. This is what happens when... What other uh, NFL news do we have? What other NFL news? That's a good question. Julian Edelman signed a uh, an extension. Patriots are so smart how they handle it. Like They're not paying him that much at all. But the, the, it's like, you know, I hate to say it, but he handles it smart. Like, he doesn't want to be Wes Welker, you know? He doesn't want to be fucking Danny Amendola. He doesn't want to be. Yeah. Like, he knows. He knows where his bread's buttered. Yeah. You know? He doesn't He doesn't want to end up on the fucking. Lions. Like, yeah. Never get a fucking, you know, catch 40 balls next year, be out of the NFL. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, I run good routes where it's a complete timing system. Bill Belichick's gonna fucking win. I get playoff bonuses. We go to the playoffs every year, like for sure. So good for him. He's like it's. I mean, Tom Brady did it. How many guys have done it for the Patriots? You know, so good for good for him. And and great and good for Edelman. Like you know, like is Edelman overrated? Underrated, like it's hard to really say at this point. I mean, the people who are like Edelman Hall of Famer, like, well, take t- literally tap the brakes. Yeah, he's the second most receiving yards in the playoffs all time now, which is kind of wild. But he's also played a shit ton of games. Yeah, it's like Bernie Williams has the most hits in playoffs history. It's like, <laughs> guys, do, do like do one second of research. But, yeah, but Super Bowl MVP now though. Yeah, that helps his cause a lot. He won it what this year? Yeah, he won it this year. So they've got what's Brady got? Six rings? Yeah. Six? Yeah. And how many MVPs does he have in that? Three? I think three. All right. You have Edelman. Did Troy Brown win one? Troy Brown or fucking Dion Branch? One of those fucking dudes won. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Receiver won one. Or does he have four? He might have four. That's 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 Aaron's job. Do you know what we're talking about right now? <laughs> Tom Brady, he's a quarterback. <laughs> how many how many Super Bowl MVPs does Tom Brady have? Well, 
we know he has we know he has all but at least two. <laughs> is Aaron high? Aaron's hitting that peace pipe. Aaron had a pizza by accident. Now he's going delirious. What? What is it? He has he has four. He's he has got four. four. Did you see the news about Chris Long? I love this. I love I love this. He uh, he opened up about that he used marijuana throughout his entire career, and that it was so easy to not test positive. And basically, he said the NFL is not testing. They don't really care about testing for recreational drugs. They're more concerned about PEDs. Right. So he basically said they knew, like he would know when his test was going to be. That's what everybody said. So what the fuck is going on with Josh Gordon? <laughs> that was my I'm first thought. not a smart man. <laughs> that was my first thought. Cause, cause but he, I know what drugs is. I, I listened to it. He, it was from the Dan Patrick show. Yeah. And that's what he said. He goes, he goes, dude, I smoked weed all the time, basically, is what he said, to summarize it. And he goes, I would know a month or two months in advance, then I'd stop. Yeah. Get out of my system. And then there's only so many, t- there's only like so many times that they can test you. So once you hit a certain amount of tests, then you know you're not getting tested again. Exactly. Yeah. So he said it was easy. And he also said if the NFL really gave a shit, they do them random for recreational because it's obvious they don't care. Right. They're trying to get the people who are just fucking dumb. Josh Gordon. I guess. Or they're not even trying to get you, but if you're dumb and you fail it anyway, then they're like, fuck, dude, we weren't trying, but. It's the same way like airports. Like people are always like, where should I pack my fucking weed in the air? I'm like, wherever you want, dude. They're not looking for it. Just don't be an asshole. Like don't keep it in like your mouth. <laughs> like, you know, don't be like, can I, what? Can I bring a joint through security? It's like, dude, put it in your bag. Put it in, where in my bag? Where in your bag? That's it. That's well, where you should put it. Well, I literally have been traveling for the last year and a half with edibles. Just throw them in my carry-on. Yeah. People were like, how, how do you do that? When that goes through fucking security, they don't know if that tin is Altoids or gummies. Yeah, don't give a fuck. They also don't care. They're not looking. Don't, like, you know. Although they might know. You think they that they can see or just don't give a shit? They don't. Because it was yeah. weird. When I went through Cincinnati security... The guy straight up said to me, what bobblehead is that? And I was like, oh, shit, you can see exactly I have a bobblehead there? You can see a shape, you know? Yeah, but they can see a tin. Like you said, they don't know if it's Altoids. They don't know if it's fucking what it is. So I put everything in my fucking razor kit because what do I have in my razor kit? I have a little shampoo. I have a little fucking whatever. I got a little whatever. I have a little fucking weed tincture. I got a little fucking plastic thing of razor blades. I got a little plastic thing of joints. Who cares? Yeah. Crack? Yeah, I mean, I'm not traveling with crack often. I mostly do crack right before I get to the airport, then right after I land, but, you know, not in between. Okay, no okay. You don't want to be high on crack on an airplane. What am I, Kellen Winslow? I was just going to ask you that. Who would you rather smoke crack with? Kellen Winslow Jr.? Or Can o- I just not smoke crack? No, 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 no. This is the option. You either have to smoke crack with Kellen Winslow Jr. or OJ. Well, let's, let's do a, uh, like, theoretically, right? Let's just assume crack makes these guys become the worst version of themselves. OJ's gonna murder me, so I'm gonna go Kellen Winslow. Like I don't want to get ra- I don't want to get raped by a former NFL tight end, but like I don't want to die. It's about legacy, yo. Yeah. 
Can you imagine just on top of you after you're high on crack? He's like, bro, look at she, yo. Get off of me. Just want to go see Jimmy Buffett and Irvine. Oh, that's a good question. Who would you rather want to see Jimmy Buffett with? <laughs> uh, definitely OJ. OJ? Yeah, definitely OJ. No one knows Kellen Winslow. You go to a Jimmy Buffett yeah. concert with OJ, a bunch of drunk people in the Honda Center parking lot, they're like, that's my little fu- OJ, you want a margarita? <laughs> OJ and the fucking... Hey, Juice! <laughs> You're going to get a lot of hey, Juices. Who, so who's your friend? That's my friend, Andy Ruth, the Dirty Sports Podcast. I'm going to listen to this podcast. Guy hangs out with Juice? We definitely need a Photoshop of me, you, and OJ Simpson. <laughs> at a Jimmy Buffett concert? <laughs> at a Jimmy Buffett concert. Can we cue that up yeah. if anybody's listening? <laughs> That's the only way we wrap up this episode. My Joe. brother, Mikey, right now is jacking off at the idea of going to a Jimmy Buffett concert with OJ. <laughs> oh, my God. He's like, I just, I wanted to go with just an OJ Pinata one time. Hey, fist the juice. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? I think that's it. We're done. Great, great being here. Great, great seeing everybody. We, we made it happen. Guys, like Joe just said a few minutes ago, follow us on Instagram at The Dirty Sports. You can follow me at Andy Ruther. You can follow Joe at Joe Prano. Uh, I don't know if we, get, are we plugging Aaron's today, even though he's going rogue on us? Yeah, Yeah, actually. Did I follow you on Instagram? I think you do. Actually, I'm not sure. I know Andy does, but on Instagram, I'm at Aaron Maharis, and on Twitter, uh, follow me at DS Interns. Uh, my actual name is Torch with Wolves on that. Um, definitely follow me on Twitter if anything, because I'm trying to get that going. I'm always posting quality stuff, and I'm getting like, like sub ten likes, and, and you know, it's it. Oh, uh, what is it? It's this? a little discouraging on Twitter. So, okay. yeah, I'm trying to plug on my Twitter. Tw- you're saying on the Twerks with Wolves mm-hmm. account. Yeah, follow that DS Interest account and start blowing that up. At Interns. Yep, and we'll go from there. And uh, I'm sending out more koozies tomorrow. Once again, if you leave an iTunes review with your Twitter or Instagram handle, I will reach out to you. And I actually even got an email. You can also email if you're not on social media at dirtysports4545 at gmail.com. Uh, new episode of Dirty Slides is up. I'm trying to convince Andy Laz to join us in Amarillo. Amarillo. Um, that is what's the date? August seventeenth. I think so. August seventeenth. So, uh, come uh, slide into our DMs if you want to come to Amarillo. Listen to the new Dirty Slides. Follow me on Twitter at Fix Your Life. Go to JoePrano.com. I'm coming to your town. I bet I am. I bet I am. Go just go check, check check it out. And uh, if you want to leave a call, three one zero three five nine eight three six five. Okay, everybody, that is the episode. Enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. Depending on what Joe and I decide to do, we might release the next episode Tuesday. We might take the whole weekend off. I'm I'm saying we are. We are. It's Tuesday. You're making the call. Yeah, it's Tuesday. It's either early here before. (laughs) (laughs) Maggie hates that idea. It's either early here before we head to the Dodgers game. I mean, you've got a, you've got, you know, you've got a pretty busy, busy weekend lined up, right? And, I do. Uh, and so I say we go Tuesday. I was even saying maybe we go Tuesday from uh, from Goldbergville. Yeah. Oh, you're really putting it out there, huh? Goldberg, hit us up. All right, we'll see if that happens. All right. Aaron's going to do a poll. Would, who do you want to be the next guest on the Dirty Sports Podcast? Maddie Goldberg, Kellen Winslow, or Jay Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that's the episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Shout out to everybody on YouTube. Have a great holiday weekend and stay dirty.